When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Former Queensland Origin player, Canberra Raiders and former Redcliffe Dolphin. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, Adam Mogg. G'day, guys. How are you going? Yeah, we're great. Thanks, Adam. Uh, what are you up to now, Adam, post-football career? Um, I'm in property development and commercial real estate for myself on the sunny coast. So, oh, um, yes. Yeah, I was, sort of was coaching for six years at the Redcliffe Dolphins and um, yeah, sort of played my part in helping them get to the NRL and yeah, just decided to spend more time with family and um, focus on business. So yeah, very, very sort of uh, happy and fortunate of my sort of coaching career at the Dolphins, that's for sure. Moggy, tell me, is there have you got big billboards up? Like, uh, you know, those real estate type ones where your face is no. up there <laughs> overlooking a river um, or something? Mate, mate, I... I don't understand the face on the sign. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know, <laughs> I don't get it, and neither do or any of my development mates. I just don't get it. So, but anyway, each to their own in this big wide world. Let's talk uh, Redcliffe Dolphins first, Adam. Uh, you signed for them as a teenager. You played in four grand finals for the Dolphins in the Q Cup. Uh, what was it like playing for the Dolphins and coming through the ranks there? Oh, it was, it was great. I, I um, I got. Uh, um, dropped by the Cowboys when, in the Super League era and was lucky enough to get picked up by the Redcliffe Dolphins and thought I'd go there and play two years and try and get back into the NRL. And if I wasn't in the NRL, I'd probably just focus on sort of life after football. But just love the club so much. Um, had some great years there, uh, five years and four grand finals and were lucky enough to win two and um, yeah, just played. I was a, I was a fullback at Redcliffe for all those five years, and probably spoiled. Played behind very good forward packs, and um, you know, so back in the old days where you know, things were rough and tumble, and, and you know, sometimes I used to be at fullback, and we'd be in defence, and I'd be chuckling to myself the likes of you know, Grant Cleal and um, Russell Laff and uh, Ian Graham. You know, that sort of had a bit of aggressive approach to their style of football, and uh, yeah, it was, it was I was very fortunate, I will say. Mate, it, sorry, sorry, Philby. Was it was the dream back then for the Dolphins, you know, from the time you were there to to one day make it in the NRL? Is that has that always been on the the radar for the Redcliffe as a club? Yeah, very long time, mate. Very long time um, for sure. So I think it probably all started back with the late great Des Webb. Um, he was he was uh, president of the football club when I was playing there. And um, his son's still on the board there now in Terry Webb. So, yeah, it was definitely a goal, um, to my knowledge, back in then. And I was, I was there in 1997. So, um, yeah, and, and uh, haven't they done a great job coming into the competition this year? Um, it's been fantastic for rugby league, I will say, in southeast Queensland. They've done an amazing job on, in, the, in the, not only on the field, but in corporate world. I think they've done a fantastic job. Hey, tell us what it was like when you saw the Dolphins run out for that first NRL match. How, how was the feeling inside? Mate, I, I, I went to the game and, uh, yeah, it was great. Like, I, I sat there, I was like a little little kid in the grandstand actually cheering them on and 
um, you know, what, what, like what a fairy tale story. Um, you know, Wayne Bennett coaching the Redcliffe Dolphins, um, you know, and and to win their first game in the NRL in in the in that fashion, the way they did it. Um, yeah, it was just a it was just a great occasion. It was a great day, and I took my young fellow along, and you know, um, yeah, he loved it as well. And you know, I think the whole fins up thing that really started on that day, there was <laughs> people wearing, you know, the fins were designed to go on people's hands and yet everyone was sticking them on their head. <laughs> like it just, it just couldn't have gone better from, from a, from a corporate point of view for them. So, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. And to see some of my sort of ex colleagues on the sideline in particular, um, Casser uh, uh, and also Grant Cleal um, involved in the coaching staff was, yeah, it was rewarding for them. Let's go and talk about your career a bit more as well, mate, when you made your NRL. You debuted for Parramatta in 2002, then you signed with the Canberra Raiders in 2003. What was it like, um, your first taste of NRL? Yeah, I was a, I was a late bloomer, and um, I sort of probably thought it was beyond me and just kept playing football at Redcliffe and just kept getting better and better. And um, My last season in Redcliffe, I was lucky enough to win the the Daly M player of the of the Q Cup and Parramatta um, put me on a sort of I guess a match payment contract and packed my car up and drove to Parramatta and um, was really on a nothing contract just uh, I think it was three grand for an NRL game and five hundred dollars <laughs> to play Q Cup and uh, um, they gave it gave me accommodation and I was twenty four and a half really I turned up in January at Parramatta and. Well, if I don't go now, I'm never gonna never gonna get an opportunity. So, and Brian Smith and uh, Hayden Knowles were fantastic for me. They, um, you know, uh, particularly Hayden, Hayden Knowles, who I still talk to occasionally, and um, he turned me from a Q Cup player into an NRL player, and probably the best part of a couple of months, just the way he trained and added some speed to my game and. Yeah, so it was a great experience, and I learned a lot at Parramatta. And um, just as as opportunity arises and salary caps were, were in play those days, the Raiders offered me a contract, and um, you know I just couldn't 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 knock it back in that regards. Um, in particular, I was a Raiders Raiders sort of fan anyway as a kid. After they beat Belmain in the grand final, Mal Meninga, Ricky Stewart, Laurie Day, I was a fan of all them. And to, to go down there and live down there and play for the Raiders I, was an opportunity I couldn't knock back. Can you tell us, Adam, we've, we've seen Canberra struggling of late to sign players and now they've lost Jack Whiten on, on top of that. What was it like for you living and playing in Canberra? And, and what would you say to a young player that potentially gets offered a contract at Canberra? Um, I couldn't wait to get out of Sydney as a Queenslander. Um, you know, grew up on the Sunshine Coast and to go to Canberra, um, it was a big country town, but that's sort of, that's, that's a long time ago now. So, um, Canberra is a great place to live. Um, it really is. It's, it's, yeah, I can't say it better than that. It's got everything you need in there bar the ocean. Um, and I always say to people, if it was on the ocean, it'd be 10 times bigger. Um, you know, it's, it's, Obviously, got a lot of politicians in there, so they've done a good job in designing designing Canberra to suit you know that sort of working class people. So, 
um, yeah, it's just a fantastic, fantastic community, and they they love their sport. And back when I was playing, if you if the team was playing well, we'd have good support. And if the Brumbies were playing well, the Brumbies would have good support. And if you weren't, they'd all swing to the, either the Brumbies or the Raiders. So, um, but yeah, just a great town, and um, yeah, Australian Institute of Sport there, and it's just a it's a it's a great place for sports people to to play football. Now, um, we what I love there was how Queensland you just got where you were like, mate, I needed to get out of Sydney. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that. <laughs> Let's talk about your origin career, mate. You played uh, two matches, 2006. Uh, you won the series and it started the Queensland dominance. You scored two tries on debut in game two. How was your origin uh, experience? Yeah, I was, um, you know, every, every year when origin comes around, I, I get these um, great memories and you know, having having played for Queensland, and I genuinely was one of those kids that wanted to play for the Maroons from you know from under nines when I started playing rugby league in Toowoomba, and, and to get that opportunity was a, it was a it was a life goal and a life dream, and um, it sort of dawned on me. Um, I was I went and watched um, Queensland uh, play New South Wales at Suncorp Stadium. I think it was Suncorp, not sure whether it was Suncorp or Lang Park. I think it was Suncorp. And um, I'd played in the Cowboys under 19 Super League era with John Doyle, John Buttigie. And that was the night, um, that was the night Queensland smashed New South Wales. And those, both those guys played. I think Lockie was playing fullback. Um, Carl Webb ran over three New South Wales guys and scored in the corner. And I was sitting in the grandstand playing for Redcliffe at that point. And just watching that game, I went, I'm going to play that. I'm going to play out there one night. I can, I can do this. And, and you know, many years later, I got the opportunity, um, albeit through Greg Inglis having a, a torn hamstring. Um, but I was playing reasonably good footy for the Raiders and um, was in the Queensland Emerging um, squad. I think I was in the first squad and Cameron Smith was in that. You know, she, Sean Barrigan, um, you know, Billy Slater, there was a whole host of you know future immortals and stars, and I was lucky enough to be in there. Dallas Johnson was in that squad as well, so I was in the first in Queensland emerging squad, and um, yeah, obviously didn't make game one, but Greg Inglis got injured, and I was in a reasonable form for the Raiders and got my opportunity. Just on today's game, Adam. So you coached and played for the Redcliffe Dolphins, but you played most of your first grade for Canberra. Who do you find yourself supporting when these two teams come up against each other? It's funny, um, I sort of, I follow players and coaches, to be fair. Um, I, I always have since I've retired. Um, but look, I think the sort of my heart lies with the Dolphins today. Um, obviously coached there for six years and played there for five. So you've got to sort of, you know, you've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears um, in, into the footy club. So, you know, if I, if I had to pick one, it'd be the Dolphins. But I'm generally one of those players that, follows players and coaches. I've been a Craig Bellamy fan a long time and you know, I used to love watching Cameron Smith, Billy Slater play for obvious reasons and um so yeah, I sort of follow follow different players and coaches around but um hopefully the Dolphins get the chocolates today. Mate, back when you played, do do have you ever seen a hip drop? Um we could go on all day but <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's the best way for me to describe it, I, I'm probably a, I'm I'm a big supporter of Phil Gould, um, even though he's a New South Welshman. Um, 
and I know he does get slammed in the press, but he he also gets paid for his opinion. And I reckon nine and a half times out of ten, he's he gets it right. And um, you know, having guys like that in our game is just crucial. Like he's had experience from playing to coaching to coaching at the elite level to commentating, like to setting up clubs, administering clubs. Like he's just a I just got so much respect for him, and look, I don't, I don't know him personally. I, I think I've spoken to him once or twice in my whole football career, so I'm not, I'm not friends with him or anything. But I just love his opinion about the game, and um, you know, he, he says it right. Like it's, well, you, the hip drops, it's, it's hard. Like it's when, when you've got Josh Papali running at you, who's 115 kilos, and and you're, I say, a Katoa, you're not going to win the front on contact on your own. Yeah, agreed. So, who, who, so you, you're going to end up behind him at some point. So yeah, it's impossible. You know, I heard someone in the press recently recently say, "Well, well, don't lose your legs." Oh. Um, for those for those guys in the press that have said that, <laughs> you get in front of Payne Hass and yeah. let him run at you and see if you don't lose your legs. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So it's it's physics, right? So um, look, it's it's I can see why the game's magnifying it. They're trying to get rid of injuries, but. Along with that causes headlines, it also causes clicks, it also causes you know, stoppages in the game, which means more TV ads, which means more corporate dollars for the game. There's a whole whole lot of things that would happen behind the scenes around stoppages and penalties and 10 minutes in the sin bin and all that sort of stuff. There'd be a whole heap of metrics that would be involved in how much people like UE Insurance pay to be on jerseys and on TV ads during Channel 9. So there's a lot of that that people don't take into play. That, that mm. The more we whinge, the more we complain about it, the more the NRL wins, essentially. Yeah. So, but look, I think Phil Guild sums it up. It's 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 part of the game. It's a contact sport. Um, I look at the athletes now. They're bigger. They're faster. They're stronger. You know, you've got Payne Hass, Payne Hass running. Uh, you know, at guys at, at thirty kilometres an hour. Like it's not a it's not a sport for everyone. You've really got to you've really got to want to play at that elite level. Um, and so yeah, there's injuries are going to happen and um, no one goes out to injure anyone, I can tell you that. Most of the time, they're just going out there to try and get the job done. The Dolphins this year have already won five games. That's beyond most people's expectations for for what they may do in their first season. What do you reckon a successful season from here looks like, Adam? Is is a top eight realistic now? Um, look, that's that's not a, qu- a question for me. Um, that, that's a question for them in, internally and... I'm probably one of those people that um, honestly thinks they've overachieved a little bit, and, yeah. uh, and you know that you know that's Wayne Bennett at his strength there when he's the underdog. He, he showed it a couple of years ago in the Origin. Like that's that's where Wayne's at his at his best, I believe. So um, they've got a gr- great forward pack. I think I think teams have teams have sort of under underrated their forward pack and. Um, it baffles me when I watch teams play the Dolphins. They, they think they're going to wear out their forward pack, and they stay there all day. And they're just, a, they're just, they just got a good forward pack. So uh, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be running at other people, not their forward pack, if it was me. But <laughs> so, um, look, they've had a great start. I think if they, you know, if they can win as many games again this year, they'll, uh, as they've already done, they're going to find themselves. You know, on sort of on the fringe of the eight, and um, which I think would be a really successful season for them. And they've got some really good signings coming next year. And um, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of Herbie Farmworth, and also Flegler. There two two great signings already, and then they've signed the um, Redcliffe kid um, from the Dragons. So um, 
you know, they've got and they've you know, they've obviously went hard for um um uh what um Jack Whiting as well. So that tells me they they missed out there, but they've still got a million bucks in their cap at least. So mate, they're gonna have a really good side next year. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be a good game this afternoon. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Best of luck in the post football career and uh go your mighty dolphins. Thanks guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Yeah. <laughs>